0: Who's that?
1: Uh, that's Shinji.
0: Shinji Kojima?
1: Is that his last name?
0: I don't know. Shinji Kojima is the name of the guy, the Japanese, like, guy from Bob's Burgers.
1: Who
0: is a samurai barber who fights monsters with his daughter.
1: That is Shinji from the Japanimation. Uh, Evangelion.
0: Evangelion?
1: Or Evangelion.
0: In- Angelion?
1: Yeah, it's, a. Uh, it's an anime about, uh, basically, like, demons coming to attack Earth, and humans fighting them with, like, big robots, well, called, like, Avas.
0: Because I was going to say, is it just me who has to fight them by myself with, like, a stick of sage? That I picked with Chantel, because <laughs> that's kind of relevant. If so, <laughs> uh,
1: the the show uses like imagery and ideas that are lifted from um, like literally like Christianity and oh. um, other. I think just Christianity, but like Abrahamic religions and which. They did that because it's not very popular in Japan and it's, they're just like, oh, here's something with like a lot of lore that we can take from with no like (laughs) actual concept of like what, like how big Christianity was. Right. Yeah. Mm.
0: So I should get a robot is what you're saying.
1: Uh, I mean.
0: Is it like a mech? Or is it kind a, of, okay,
1: but also different. Uh, anyway, Shinji is the character that everyone makes fun of on the show, and he's just like a whiny little, like a bitch.
0: So why do you have a sticker of him on your phone?
1: It was a present. We were make, I was making fun of him, and then it was given to me. <laughs> by a child.
0: That's nice. Mm-hmm.
1: In the spirit of respect, reciprocity, and truth, we honor and acknowledge... Mokinsis, and the traditional Treaty 7 territory and oral practices of the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Siksika, the Kainai, the Pikani, as well as the Iashi, Nakoda, and Satina nations. We acknowledge that this territory is home to the Métis, region, uh, Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3, within the historical Northwest Métis homeland. Finally, we acknowledge all nations, Indigenous and non live work play and record on this land and to honor and celebrate this territory
0: blessed be (laughs) so this episode i have a question for you or you have a question for me maybe is better
1: do i have a question for you yes uh do you is fashion witchcraft (laughs)
0: literally held up my Google Doc, so John could read the title of it.
1: I remember the theme, but <laughs> I didn't know if there was a specific way you wanted me to phrase the question. Is is fashion witchcraft? <laughs> is fashion witchcraft?
0: <laughs> what the last one didn't make any sense. He's like, is fashion witchcraft? Is that how you ask a question?
1: Is it? Is fashion witchcraft? Well, sometimes. <laughs> let's find out okay together
0: yay so when you think about witchcraft fashion what's the first thing that comes to your mind
1: uh cloaks pointy hat Mm -hmm. uh, shoes with buckles on -hmm. them Mm
0: -hmm. that's a pilgrim thing the buckle shoe i'm pretty sure
1: uh ruby red slippers Mm -hmm. that was that glenda
0: was a lying bitch Truly, Alphaba never lied to anyone. she just sick monkeys on him.
1: Hmm. Is that her name? Went yeah. of the West? Yeah.
0: Well, hmm. they named her that in Wicked. She didn't have a name uh, in okay. Wizard of Oz. Gotcha. Yeah. They wanted to make it about her, so they gave her a name. Hmm. Wicked. Yeah. Also, the supposed wicked witch of the east just got fucking murdered by Dorothy's house immediately. She didn't do anything wrong, and then Dorothy stole her fucking shoes like a common thief criminal.
1: a, yeah.
0: It's like you accidentally hit someone with your car, and then you're like, "Holy shit! Are those Air Jordans? Let me Mm. just real quick."
1: (laughs) About to make the Jordan joke. Uh, What? No, you got there first. Oh, ha ha. That's pretty boss. Rolling up on someone with a whole house.
0: That's true. In a tornado. Hmm. Um. So pointy hats. Let's start there. That was the first one you said, right? Yes. So I think
1: I said cloak first, actually. But
0: okay. Do you want to do cloak first?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: Pointy hat. So the conical hat is actually we covered this in the mead making episode. It was worn by mead and beer makers which was were almost always women originally hmm. and they would wear them to like the market to be recognized easily right as like hey look it's us we got the booze and but that being said making of mead specifically by, like, Nordic people in the Viking era was considered a magical act. And mm-hmm. because yeast is, like, pretty magical, especially if you don't understand how it scientifically works and you're, you're like, sure. trying to make it and then sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, you're like, well, how come it worked for, you know, it's this person and not them?
1: A form of alchemy.
0: <clears throat> exactly. And so it was believed that if you were, like, on the good side of Frigg, you would be able to make your mead always really good. And if you weren't, like if you didn't, frig didn't like you, then your mead would not turn out. Yeah. And it's the same with all of these other like things that women commonly did in that era. Like spinning and like spinning yarn and all this type of stuff. Those were all things. Not stationary bikes. No, absolutely fucking not. Although, if Peloton wants to sponsor this podcast, you can. We're just gonna make fun of you a lot. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, all these things were associated with Frigg, and she. It was believed that if you were a hard worker, then Frigg would like you. Basically, right. yeah. So, yeah, conical hats are associated with brewing. Were they all black? The hats. Mm-hmm. I think, probably. But I don't know, hmm. actually, for sure, because they they appear black in like, Im- like drawings and imagery and stuff. But it's like black and white drawings. You know, everyone right. looks like they're wearing all black.
1: That would make sense
0: for it to be black.
1: Yeah.
0: Or for it to look like it's black because of the drawing.
1: Uh, for it to be black. Why? Well, because it's a tradition that proudly carries on to today. The typical bartender uniform is That's all true. black.
0: That's so true. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, on the Street Fight Street Fight podcast, it's good. There was a question someone posted in there. They were like, "What's the sexiest like working class uniform on the poll thing?" Mm-hmm. And so I wrote, "No one had put this," and I was like, "Bartender blacks, hello, like right. let's get this going." And it didn't win. It barely got any votes. And I was so mad. (laughs) I was incensed. I was like, how dare you? Bartenders are workers too. (laughs) They're up there fucking running their ass off sometimes. Get you your PBR. Yes and no. What do you mean?
1: Uh, Bartenders are kind of lumpen more than anything.
0: Lumpen? Yeah. What does that mean?
1: Like they're, they're scourges. They aren't they uh, they don't conform to, you know, like, they don't fit into, in like normal into the worker-owner relationship. They're more just like pirates.
0: <laughs> John's saying this as having been a bartender for like a million years.
1: Technically still am.
0: That's true. You technically still are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Do it once every two months.
0: Okay, yes. So the conical hat also came to be believed to be used to um, direct energy in the same way that the cone of power in a Wiccan circle is used to do that.
1: Hmm.
0: So that could be a new, people just decided, like a new use of the hat or a new interpretation of the hat. I'm not sure how old that belief is, but I know that originally was the brewing thing. Hmm. That one doesn't make as much sense to me in terms of like being actually useful when you're doing magic. But the cloak definitely does. And it doesn't even need to be a cloak. It could be a hoodie or like (laughs) a jacket with a hood. Anything with a hood. Because if you're trying to narrow your focus onto one thing that you're doing Mm. it's super helpful to have that sides of your vision blocked out because then you're not like oh the cat is moving or whatever (laughs) you're not like looking over to the side you're paying attention to what you're doing
1: that makes sense Mm -hmm.
0: Um, as I was mentioning earlier about this Shinji robot versus demons situation Mm. was that I have to I, I have had the fortunate turn of events to be hired to do a clearing on saturday and at first i thought it was just like a sad little ghost child who needed like a hand to hold while he was crossing over and i was like oh that sounds great i'll definitely do that and then i'm like okay no this doesn't sound like that anymore this sounds much more serious than that yeah. <laughs> And so I was kind of brainstorming, like, how am I going to make sure that I protect my personal energy while I'm doing this and I don't bring anything home with me? Mm. And one of the thought, the ideas that came to mind, it was actually inspired by, um, I almost said witches, nurses (laughs) right now during COVID who, and doctors and anyone really who's working in like hospitals. how they'll wear their scrubs into work and then when they get home, they'll take them off in their scrub bag. In, like the garage and like put them in the wash mm. right away you know what i mean yeah so <clears throat> or they'll even change at the hospital and like whatever in any case they're taking off all their clothes and putting them in a bag yeah. containing any potential covid in their bag and then washing it mm-hmm. to get rid of it and so i was like oh this gives me an idea what if i wear my black cloak it's going to look very dramatic but it's functional i swear If I wear that, it's like completely over me, including the hood is even covering up like my hair, which is like a spiritual thing. Oh yeah. So covering up my hair and like my whole outfit with this cloak. And then when I'm, as soon as I leave the house, when I'm done, I can just take it off and I'll have all my clothes underneath, you know, Smart. and I can put it in a bag and like throw it in the trunk of the car and then wash it when I get home. Mm
1: -hmm. Right? Yeah. Jack's out.
0: Thanks. And then I had a moment where I was like, wait, is that why people wore cloaks? <laughs> Did I just figure it out?
1: It's a, just typical laundry settings are going to work. can Throw some salt in there All the way up to Demon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just, maybe I'll wash it. Yeah. Salt's a good idea. Or maybe, yeah, you could pour like a little Florida water in there. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm shrugging. You guys can't see, but <laughs> uh, what I'm learning is that
1: I don't know. That's what you're learning.
0: Yep. Hmm. She Wisp knows what I'm trying to say, but she like you guys just can't understand her language. It seems like people are. It's not that. It's not that I have that much more knowledge or, like, wisdom about this than other people do, it's more so that I'm just really ballsy. Is mm. <laughs> the reason why I end up being the one to do it and not someone else. <laughs> because I keep going around to people and being like, what do you think about that? Are you, what do you, like, have any tips? And they're like, oh, protection. And I'm like, no shit. <laughs> like, I don't know. Nobody would touch it with a 10-foot pole It feels like... Well, not nobody. I'm sure there are people, but just, like, no one that I... I'm, I don't know, close enough to to ask right
1: now. I don't think you need to like undercut that by calling it ballsiness. I think it's just confidence in your path.
0: Yeah. What's the difference? Ballsy and confident. Those are like thesaurus words for each other. What's that called? (laughs) Synonym.
1: Uh yeah. (laughs) I guess. I feel like ballsiness is a trait that like I don't know. I guess confidence just feels more earned.
0: Oh, I see. Well thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um what's okay, we did cloaks, we did hats. Oh, you mentioned buckle shoes. Hmm. So that's a like I said, a pilgrim thing. So I think that the association of the buckle shoes with witches came along with the American witch trials. Right. Yeah. It's not the best association, really. No. Yeah. And imagine if you're like trying to walk through the forest and like collect all your herbs and like pray at your tree and stuff. Would you really want to be wearing like weird little high heel clogs with a buckle? I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would want to be wearing like a nice boot.
1: What if you want to look cute for the fae?
0: (laughs) The fae are like, excuse me, pilgrim. Hmm. Wait, isn't there, like, a joke of, like, a cowboy being like, uh, pilgrim? Hey there, pilgrim? Something in that vein? No? (laughs) Okay, never mind.
1: I know there's some joke about cowboys and witches being the same.
0: Oh my god, that was such a good meme. I feel like that was out of a, like a, what's that one called? That used to be porn and now it's not. Tumblr. Um... Uh, I think it was a Tumblr post where someone was like, cowboys and witches are the opposite, like two sides of the same coin, basically, Mm -hmm. where the cowboys are out in the day, their time is high noon, witches are at night, their time is midnight. Right. They both have the big hats. They have, like, I forget. There's a bunch of (laughs) things like that. Yeah. And the stripy socks is fully, and the red shoes are both fully uh, Wizard of Oz. Right. What?
1: Just trying to remember the guy, the writer.
0: I don't know. Can't help you with that.
1: <laughs> Stephen King.
0: Yep, yeah. it would have been so much better if Stephen King wrote it. Oh my god, could you imagine? Stephen King wrote The Wizard of Oz, not as a movie, as like a novel. His right. movies are not usually that good. Some of them are good, but usually they're. I don't know. I think if they just made a lot of them into movies in like the eighties, and they didn't really try, so. Mm. But In the Tall Grass is good. Oh, that's true. And the guy that's in every horror movie is in it, and he's good in it, unsurprisingly.
1: When did he stop doing coke? Stephen King? Yeah.
0: After he wrote Cujo. I'm not sure what year that was, though.
1: So that would have been before a lot of his movies. Yeah. It's weird. (laughs) Why? I don't know. Just I feel like Coke Party is a good place to get your movie greenlit.
0: Um, well, maybe he did get them greenlit when he was still on Oh, Okay. Right? Yeah. It's not impossible. I almost said impossible. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee right now because it's um, 9 04 in the morning and John is drinking beer because he just got off of a 12 hour night shift. And this is our life together as a couple.
1: <laughs> so, in a way, I'm the witch and you're the cowboy.
0: That's true. Holy shit. Yeehaw.
1: Hmm.
0: As above, so below. Yeehaw. I don't don't know. (laughs) Okay, I want to cover a few more fashion witchcraft things before I have to go to work. Okay. Um, Some ways that you can incorporate witchcraft into your fashion are you can draw runes or sigils on the bottom of your shoes. Who will Mm. know? No one. You will know. You could draw runes for protection on the bottom of your shoes. I'm going to do that right now no before i have to go fight this whatever go toe-to-toe with this malevolent entity Mm. (laughs) um okay now i'm gonna look at my notes for the first time during this whole conversation okay oh okay yes so dressing intentionally is very key to witchcraft this is something done all the time by people, especially people who like fashion or even by people who don't. People who buy the same shirt in eight colors and wear it every day to work. They're like, this is the thing. This outfit is the thing I'm doing. This is the attitude I'm trying to project. So I'm going to wear the same thing every day. Hmm. Sure. There's a video by a YouTuber called The Stitching Witch. And she has one about dressing intentionally and the outfit that she wears for invisibility is like so perfect because it does. It's like, I mean, it depends where you are, but she describes that she wears it when she has to go on like transit and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And it's just like a black hoodie and like jeans. But Mm. she's like, yeah, this is what I, and she like puts the hood up. She like even when she's doing it, she like scrunches up her shoulders, and, like puts her earbuds in as <laughs> like an example of like being invisible in the outfit and it's pretty perfect.
1: I that's that's one that I have incorporated. I don't do it as much now, but mm-hmm. it's certainly like when I was regularly doing like chakra meditation is I would mm-hmm. like choose the color that represented what the thing that I was trying to uh, tap into that's cool mm.
0: you should teach me how to do that
1: well right now you're wearing like orange and red so presumably you are feeling very grounded
0: yeah I have to go work at the witchcraft store so I need to be grounded mm-hmm. um, so I wrote tricking people with your clothes and then I wrote power suit to the courthouse <laughs> Like, don't want to get convicted? Dress nice when you go to court. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> or wear a power suit to like a job interview or whatever. Like, that's if you do it with intention beyond just like, oh, this is what I'm going to wear, mm-hmm. then it's witchcraft, I think. It counts. <laughs> My notes are a mess. <laughs> um, okay. For some reason, it just says Ren Fair, and there's nothing else (laughs) written.
1: (laughs) All those fashionable people at the Ren Fair. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Maybe it's because people dress up as like fairies and shit when they go to that. I don't. I don't know. Mm. Anyways, witchy fashion, like the look of looking witchy, is trending. Trendy right now, Mm -hmm. right? Has been for a while and the fashion is one thing like if all you want to do is like just wear the clothes and that's it that's fine i'm not going yeah. to tell you what clothes you're allowed to wear no one cares like you know what i mean yeah but if you're like oh i'm going to wear i'm going to wear all these clothes i'm going to wear this pentagram and then i'm going to like now i can do spells and you're
1: mm.
0: yeah, yeah you'll learn i mean you don't need to learn from me on this podcast but if you don't you'll learn the hard way <laughs> not gonna be fun if you dabble and you start like trying to do shit when you don't know anything you're gonna get fucked over not the clothes i'm just saying like sometimes okay, the yeah. fashion the fashion trend comes along with like a little bit of dabbling right you know what i mean and then people are like oh while i look i'm wearing all black and like frilly sleeves so mm. i can do whatever magic i want and you're like oh, <laughs> oh dear <laughs>
1: As okay. that comes along with setting your intention. What do you mean? I mean, like, if you're like if you're a dabbler and you don't have like the intention to respect the magic, then it's not gonna work for you.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or it will and then you'll get something that you didn't actually want and then you're like yeah. oopsie. <laughs>
1: Whereas if like you're Just wearing the witchy stuff, and your intention is to look cool, then Mm -hmm. totally. That's that's good. Yeah. That's all you need.
0: Exactly. And there might be some light intention of like, this makes me feel powerful or whatever. Mm, And that's great. I support you. (laughs) Then I wrote on my notes, it says, um, trans good feminism. So I think that's kind of what I was just getting at (laughs) is like women, not just the fashion. Being good and making you feel powerful, especially when it's like, I don't know, like goth kids when it's like no one else is wearing that and then they're going to wear it and by like has a way of being like, fuck you. Mm. That's, I support that. Yeah. <laughs> and also the trend of witchcraft getting more popular with pe- like people is good in a sense because it helps people to especially women and young girls to regain some power or to take some power right. in the case of the young ones. Um, and a lot of people, like a lot of moms actually come into the store and they're like, my daughter's really getting into this stuff. And I don't know. I'm just kind of, hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how old is your daughter? And they're usually like, she's 14 or she's 15 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I think it's not uncommon for teenage girls to become interested in this because it makes them feel like they have an opportunity to be powerful themselves when the whole world is just trying to monetize on them and like Mm. use them for things and they don't get to have any say in it generally. And so I'm not surprised that your daughter's interested. And then the moms are usually like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) Mm. and then they come back next week with their daughter. (laughs) That literally happened once. (laughs) Yeah. So that's good. And it makes me happy. It's just, yeah. And I mean, if you're going to be like, oh, this is interesting. It makes me feel like more powerful. And I'm going to buy like a little handful of palm stones and, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to dress, I'm going to wear the color of the chakra that I want to work on or whatever that's all very harmless and and like good and i encourage it at all times for sure as much as you want but when you're like starting you're like oh now i'm gonna do spells that's just the point where you need to like begin to actually study before you act
1: sure do you know what
0: i mean (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. oh and then i wrote it's sort of ironic because the fashion industry is an arm of the patriarchy (laughs) it's kind of true
1: yeah (laughs) Well, that's a. That, is a. You know, that's that's kind of the other side of the same phenomenon, is, because it is, a tool of the patriarchy. Because it is a bit like, an arm of it. There, are ways in which they are setting the intention.
0: The patriarchy is. Yeah,
1: and mm-hmm. it's it's not, it, it's not that the, intention is. Rooted in, necessarily in in like, I don't know magic like magic as a discipline. It's just that all of like the systems of patriarchy are reinforcing, and so because it's already so like well established, it's very easy for that industry to be a, an arm of it. Mm.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it comes. to It's almost more. Well, now fashion is kind of moving away from some of the really gross things it was doing for a long time. Like the heroin chic look is gone. That was very 90s. It's over. Um, You know, a lot of brands are including more different sizes of people Mm -hmm. in their advertising. More so women, though. Men's fashion hasn't really gotten on board with that yet.
1: Right. Which is too bad. But I think, like, even in those cases, even, like, like... the dove like true beauty yeah. thing it's it's all still so like shallow it's it's oh um, for sure yeah, yeah like setting your morality through consumption mm-hmm. or expressing a- your morality through consumption rather.
0: Really. yeah that's a great point yeah. very true but i feel like the beauty industry is worse now than the fashion industry maybe for patriarchy things you know, like the obsession with skincare. Like, yes, take care of your skin. That's good. But for you to feel like, in order to be a valid human and to be beautiful, you need to buy like a $500 Korean 17 step skincare right. routine. Like,
1: yeah.
0: no, <laughs> you don't have to do that. And if you have one blemish, you're not ugly and you're not a bad person. Do mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Like some people, their skincare routine is enriching to them and they enjoy it and they use that time as like their self-care and that's good. If that's the way you're approaching it, excellent. Mm -hmm. But if you're like doing it out of fear that you're going to get wrinkles and then be invalid forever, then it's like
1: not the same. Hmm. Well, like, as you know, a lot of like the base ingredients in skincare products are pretty like cheap and accessible. Mm-hmm. And it's just that, I don't know, it's, that industry is just a series of different MLMs.
0: For sure. And like, they're, yeah, it's all a marketing, right? That's all it is. Mm-hmm. I actually came up with an idea a long time ago. I mean, I was joking. I was never seriously going to try and make like a lipstick brand. But I was just saying, like, wouldn't it be funny if you had a lipstick brand where all the colors were like a swear? word and it said the color in like big letters on the tube so that when you're putting it on it says like cunt (laughs) and then I started deciding like which swear words would be which colors and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah
1: that has to exist by now
0: I don't know you someone make it because I think it'd be funny (laughs) I think I decided that like an oxblood red would be slut like a dark red right and then fuck would be black Etc. You know, I think I made like pink. I think I named it Home Racker.
1: So is that setting your intention to fuck or to wreck home?
0: Um. Yeah. Okay. I guess so. To be a slut who refuses to be shamed.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> yep. Fair. Oh my God! I watched Practical Magic last night, and there's a line when they're drinking the margaritas where. Sandy B says, since when has it ever been a crime to be a slut in this family? <laughs> and I was just like, yes. <laughs> good with you. Yeah. I mean, not really. They kind of, I mean, they're good intentions, but they really fuck their shit up like multiple times or else right. did they, if they didn't, there wouldn't be any plot. So yeah. yeah great. Maybe
1: everyone mm-hmm. needs to watch. Okay. Well, I like how vague you were in describing it. Describing it, rather.
0: Huh? They're drinking margaritas?
1: No, the the plot. It's like, they fuck it up, but maybe not. Oh.
0: Do you want me to describe the plot? I don't we, want to do spoilers. We,
1: yeah. we can't spoil a 30-year-old movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, here's the one thing, like part that sums up the plot, basically.
1: No. Okay. okay, go.
0: The cop, Officer Hallett, comes and he asks... Sandra Bullock, Sally, he's like, did you or your sister kill James Angelo? And Sandy says, yeah, a couple of times. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what it's about. (laughs) Hmm. But I cry at the end. It's so good. Like the part at the end with Margot Martindale when they have the circle and like Nicole Kidman's in there and like, like the demon ghost is in her and they... Right. It's so cute <laughs> ah. and then when they finally defeat him Margot Martindale's like let's clean house mm. <laughs> so good
1: now everyone knows the spoilers i mean,
0: that Margot Martindale is yeah, in it beloved character actress <laughs> yep wow this is a short one but I have to go to work so we gotta wrap it up
1: go sell some witch clothes
0: and some crystals and shit.
1: Sister Luna says...
0: Wear whatever the fuck you want.
1: Uh, did you see that Grimes and Elon Musk are breaking up? No. <laughs> uh, they're breaking up and... Uh, how, what's the name of that fashion show that just happened? The like, big one in New York where they all have the stupid costumes. Yeah, the Met Gala. So that, uh, that relationship was originally debuted when they arrived at the Met Gala together, like, a few years ago. And he had gifted her a necklace. And the necklace was in the shape of the Tesla logo. Ew. Which is, in my opinion, a demonic uh, token. (laughs) And, I mean, she'll probably still need to be deprogrammed, but it's that she has escaped his possession yeah i was gonna say demonic or south african whatever you think is worse john what <laughs> like,
0: well maybe grimes will be cool again but i don't know i don't know if i can forgive her for that Chelsea. see she's literally sleeping with the enemy literally and not and oh, like with the intention of overthrowing him How dare you miss out on that opportunity? Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Oh, yeah. Really fumbled the bag.
0: Come on, girl. (laughs) If it was Lord, she would have got him. She would have fucked him right up. Mm -hmm. She's the best.
1: (laughs) All right.
0: All right. Thanks for listening. Oh, you can find our shit on the internet Mm -hmm. at Sister Luna Podcast at Instagram. And... You can email us at sisterlunapodcast at gmail.com. If you have any tips for me um, for evicting malevolent entities and not getting fucked up as I do so, definitely hit me up with an email before Saturday. I would appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, Is this going up before then? I'm going to put it up tomorrow probably.
1: Okay, nice. Uh, Also, you can find our podcast on whatever app you're using right now.
0: That's true. We are on Spotify, We're on Apple music. We're even on some apps that I didn't know we signed up for. I think they must have like some kind of agreement with Apple or someone else. Mm. like we we're on Audacity, and I was like, what? Oh. okay <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, mhm mhm. If you like us, rate, review, subscribe, share us with your friends, download them, I guess, you know do those things you don't need to pay like we don't even have our patreon set up cuz i can't i can't commit to like always producing extra content i just mm. don't have the time right now so if you want to help us out you can just do those things download write reviews etc we appreciate you oh it's children
1: Hasta pronto.
0: <laughs> i smell children <laughs>